To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello and welcome to Remain Seated Please, podcast number 14, The Return! 14? (laughs) This is the return of us and we have plenty of good reason for why we had a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I guess I'll go first um, because I had uh, two big life changes. One was that my wife and I had our firstborn, who I'm looking at right now, little Wesley. Say hello, Wesley. So, uh, obviously that took up a lot of my year, but now he's here, he's healthy, but that was the big thing. The other thing was I switched jobs and there's a big, um, there's a big sort of learning curve and life change with something like that. But what's great is I work with Robert now. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And Robert, you had a little bit of, uh, uh, tell me what you've been up to. I just came back from a Walt Disney World trip. Uh, I was there for 12 days with Inthea who, in fact, is joining us for today's program. Yay! Thank Yay! you. Hello. Hello. This episode is mostly going to be dedicated to our trip to Walt Disney World and talk about things that we saw at Disney World and differences and, and all that type of thing. I guess what we'll do is we'll go park by park, uh, since you guys were there for 12 days. David park by park. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, you, you guys were there for 12 days, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, you were in Florida for 12 days. Sure. So we'll go park by park and talk about which, uh, what new things you saw, what new things you did, what things you liked, what things you you missed and all those things. So um, I guess we would be uh, remiss if we didn't start with the Magic Kingdom park. How much has changed since the last time you guys were there a few years ago? The big change is finally the Seven Dwarves Mine Train is open for the first time since we've been there. It's amazing. It's absolutely, I mean, I, I don't know what Robert's expectations were for this attraction, but it's really great and it's very colorful and it has one of the best, one of the better, more interactive cues. Cool. Um, and I really loved yeah. it and it's creepily smooth. Yes, it's incredibly smooth. You like, wouldn't believe it. Like, I would, it it's prefer, silent, basically. It is. I'd prefer if they added bumps to it so you would <laughs> feel the bumps because it is it glides the entire way and it, that, freaks, that freaked me out. <laughs> It was really neat. Um, I wish that the uh, interior stuff with the animatronics, that there was more of it. But you can only, you only have so much room. Um, I thought all the animatronics are great. I still prefer a physical face as opposed to a projection. But these did work well, though. Uh, the best part, though, to me was um, I really liked when... All the music stopped, and you hear the ding, 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 and then Doc goes, hi, ho, <laughs> and then you see all the dwarves' shadows going up the up the mine as you're rising up with them, and then you go, and then the neat thing is, if you're outside of the ride watching people going down the big drop, you could hear all the dwarves in the mine singing hi, ho. Yeah. And, and then what was really neat also was uh, at the end, you go by the seven dwarves house and they're all in there with snow white dancing and it's uh animatronics from the old snow white attraction that was uh was taken out oh, a couple cool. of years ago and they had a really neat uh old hag animatronic knocking at the door and you can walk completely around this attraction right yes. it's sort of like an island that, yeah. I, I don't know why i think that's so cool like i guess you can do that with dumbo here and and the rocket ships and the carousel and some other things but it's but just so this large. is a huge attraction yeah and it's large and it from outside it and doesn't, in charge it, it doesn't give away too much of what's happening inside which is awesome because it's just all you see are the hills and the openings to the mine shafts um and then the track but you don't you don't fully know what's inside yeah it's really neat unfortunately it's such a long line we only were able to do it once um it was always at least like an 80 minute line yeah. but uh Ma- magic bands that's a big change <laughs> that's true and that um has made things if 
if you are a planner and you need to know exactly what's happening, it is a really great thing, but um, it also is a little stressful. But then once you get there, the flexibility of it is actually, it's, it's way more flexible than you would think. And what's nice is that people are more than willing to help you out. What sucks is that when they run out of fast passes, you're just kind of hosed. But other than that, it's not that bad of a service, especially when you're just kind of trying to figure out your day. Um, yeah. And if you have reservations for food, I like not having physical tickets. I will say I liked wearing that bracelet and just touching it on things to open our hotel room door. Um, and then what made me think of it was that I have the annual pass there and so I get free photo pass and uh, for the seven doors mine chain you get your photo and then they also take video of you on the ride and splice it into video of the ride so it's not a point of view video like in front of you mm -mm. it's like showing us on it it's our entire car going by oh cool so it's like the dwarves going to work shows their mine and then like you see the point of view, I think, of the train, and then you see us on it. And there's like two drops on it where they take your picture and they take video of you. And, uh, but yeah, no, so I really like that because with the Magic Band, you have the My Magic Experience app or whatever, and on there, within a reasonable amount of time, you can see the photos that you've taken. Nice. And you can purchase them that way. I, I do really enjoy that aspect of it, the thing the thing that bugs me most about Magic Band is the Fast Pass Plus. Um, I don't want to pick my Fast Passes three months ahead of time because I want to base it on what I need a Fast Pass for once I'm there. And because they have Fast Pass for everything now, things that don't need Fast Pass, it makes it so everything has a line now. Everything has a standby wait now because people will run because like they'll run out of fast passes for seven dwarfs mine rides people will be like okay well let's just get a fast pass for uh i don't know uh mickey's philhar magic and they'll <laughs> oh because they have they have a fast pass for that day yeah because you're allowed three well so. it doesn't it doesn't even give you the option of just choosing one you can choose up to three but if you only choose one it'll make two other selections for you so it always gives it to you in a three three attraction bundle and uh, so somebody who might not have thought to go on mickey's philhar magic is now oh well, i guess we got fast pass for mickey's philhar magic let's go yeah yeah pretty so, much. So, so the fast pass line is always the priority so now there's always a stand we waited a half hour for spaceship earth which you should not have to wait a half hour for spaceship earth I love Spaceship Earth, and I would gladly do it, but you it's shouldn't a continuously have to. moving. It was a walk-on ride for me when I went. Yeah, it's a continuously yeah. moving attraction. There's no reason that you shouldn't that you need to stop, but it's to let everyone else. But aren't you happy that so many people are seeing it now? Well, they but those people would have seen it anyway with no wait. It, that's the thing. Would they, they have? I don't know. Well, they should have. I think. My one thing about, my one takeaway from the fast pass situation is that it should be um, kind, a hybrid of the Magic Band technology, which I think is fabulous, um, and the old fast pass distribution system. You have to physically be in that park and you go scan yourself into that ride. Um, just because I think at that point it gives everyone a fair shot and that's the way I think that that's a great idea and it gives everyone a fair and equal chance to go get those scans at whatever attraction. Yeah. What else at Magic Kingdom uh, did you guys experience or not experience? The, the jingle. jungle Cruise, which Jingle Cruise. Yes, we it was the Jingle Cruise when we were there and it it's good, but I think the overlay works better at the one at Disneyland. Oh. I did like their jokes. I don't know. Um the last skipper that we had, I really wish I took down her name. She was um really great and she reminded me of a girl in drama class in high school like she was so into it and had just that like total flair to her um and she was just on it it's funny because there are so many things that they don't have that we do have and vice versa so they use some jokes that are, we almost use all the same jokes but they phrase them a little bit differently like they don't have piranha there but they still mention piranhas and them not being home because they're off at piranica Oh, so, my Lord. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it, it, but it was, it's cute. I liked it either way. So the next ride up is 
Pirates of the Caribbean, which we did several times. We Ugh. got stuck several times. I was upset really? it closed. It was closed a couple of times also. But um, the uh, the mist screen wasn't working, which I don't. I'm glad about actually. But no, <laughs> the mist the mist screen wasn't working, but you would still hear Davy Jones, and they have Blackbeard still also. Were the mermaids working before? No. There's no mermaids oh. anymore. They took oh. their oh. like no. It's not that they didn't. They t- they're they're still singing. They're still singing. But and the then lights the skeleton is it? But no, there uh-huh. was nothing. So you I just think that hear... was the only thing they had that I wish we had. Yeah, I thought uh, it were. I thought the effect worked well. Lots of people complained about it and about yeah. the mermaids there. Yeah, that the oh. effect didn't work well. But yeah, oh, I'd rather have the mermaids anymore. instead of the mist screen. Oh, they have both, and it's yeah. one right after the other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then um, another big change is Barbosa looks different now. He's now wearing his. Uh, his uniform from Pirates of the Caribbean 4, uh, his, his uh, English military outfit. Which, which I feel is like his craziest outfit. Like, he's just on, like, on this last. It doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it looks like the movie, and, and the animatronic looks more like uh, Jeffrey Rush than it ever did before, but um, it doesn't really make sense why he's wearing I mean, I, I don't know. Why is he on a pirate ship wearing that? Right. Uh, the auctioneer is new he uh he has a newer face and newer movements and he was he looks great newer for florida or newer than ours um well his face is different than ours uh it's pro it looks like his face probably has more movement now than ours than disneyland's and he doesn't move as much as the one in disneyland but his hands move more and he has so much movement in his hands when uh he says, it be gold I'm after. His Each finger moves individually. Ooh. And then sometimes he'll scratch his forehead. And then once when they said, we want the redhead, he'd wave his finger at them saying, no, no, no. And yeah, he, he was really good. But one thing that, <laughs> that did kind of bug me is he didn't have his skull and crossbones on his hat anymore. I wish um, I noticed the things you noticed. Although I feel like it's more of a burden than a blessing. <laughs> I, I I feel like it is like his curse is to notice all the differences. Yeah. And so he can't. I like it actually right because Pirates of the Caribbean, I love how it's always changing, even though people might not know it's always changing, but there's always subtle differences to look for. And I love finding these differences. And that's why even though this Pirates of the Caribbean after this refurb, everything is too bright and doesn't look as good as it should i still really like it because it's different and i know i eventually it'll get back to how it's supposed to be but you could always say i remember that time remember that time when everything was really bright it is like really bright (laughs) it's like all the lights are set to 11 um also while we were in adventureland we played the pirates of the caribbean interactive game oh yes which was it was pretty fun actually uh you go around adventureland and you Put your magic band up to these different things and um things happen like uh there's a tiki mask and barbosa's on the other side or there's an explosion where a boat flips over and there's treasure in there and uh yeah it was really fun my favorite one was not just because mark was the voice of this one our but, buddy mark silverman yes but when you when you go to uh, a helmet you put your magic band on it and there's always been these cannons on top of the Pirates of the Caribbean building, and they actually fire now when you do this uh, oh, very nice. particular thing. The work, Piratas! Diego on the fortress wall! Ready the cannon! Fuego! We also did the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, yeah. which is the little card game, interactive oh, yes, yes, card yes, game. Yes, yes. What's nice about both of these activities is that they're free. And if you don't want to really stand in line for a while (laughs) and explore the park, you can sign up or you just go and scan your magic bands and then they give you either a map or they give you the cards for the sorcerer's game. And then the the cards are neat in themselves that they have all this artwork on them and they have all the characters. So we had like Quasimodo and we had Thumper, Bambi, just all that stuff. So we did get to do that. We did that for a little bit. Um, Yeah, that's a... Next, we have Splash Mountain, which uh, I love Splash Mountain. I think I prefer the Disneyland version, but I love this version, too. Uh, you can sit next to each other. Yeah, you can sit next to each other. 
we did Big Thunder, which th they didn't let us go through the part of the queue where you get to do the mining explosions and stuff. Oh. So we kind of missed out on that. We were only able to do it once. Visually, I think I like it better at Disney World, but the ride feels better in California. And then, uh, then we have the Haunted Mansion, which I love. I love the Haunted Mansion there. I still love the interactive queue. I know lots of people don't like it so much that it's too whimsical and cartoony. Cartoony, but I I, I like it a lot. It's great. How is their mansion? Mansion's great. I love all the different scenes um the library the room with all the stairs the blinking wallpaper i'm still not crazy about the um hitchhiking ghosts in the mirror I, the uh oh that projection thing where they throw your head around and yeah all the interactive thing i i like the physical one sitting next to you better every time we'd get them they were kind of floating outside of our they were floating next to us instead of <laughs> with us um, but I kept getting picked on every time, so I got my head blown up twice and my head switched. And I, but I still find that you got a beard. I got a beard. I look great with a beard. <laughs> um, so yeah, but it's it's still you know. Yeah, Haunted Mansion's great there. It's uh, it's it's very hard for me to say which one's better between that one and Disneyland. They're both pretty equal. I do like the stretching room, audio at Disney World. Yeah, that's great. I, I like how it sounds like the ghost house is uh, going around you and you can hear the creaks of the walls as it, it's expanding and you can hear like the wind. I, I really like that. It was super creepy to be in there and hear it and I, I really, I wish that ours creaked more. We had those kind of um, that kind of audio. Yeah, I wish that audio was there too. The only problem with the stretching room at Disney World is um, you can't see the guy hanging up there very well, and it's so fast. It's like one tiny little lightning strike, and, and that's all you get to see of him. Where at Disneyland, you really kind of get to linger on it. That's a little morbid, but... <laughs> <laughs> we saw the um, Country Bear Jamboree, and that's that right. is looking as good as it can be, considering we have none, and they've shortened it over there, and they've done all whatever Oh, they they've shortened done. it. They did Ugh. a few years ago. They shortened it. Um, but everyone got new fur, Yay. and they're there, and they make everyone happy. And if you don't like them, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> we did go to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, uh -huh. and that was a uh, hard ticket event. And it's very nice. Um, it's just the main thing is, like, you're not there to really ride rides. You're there to see their show and their fireworks and their parade, and those are all so well done. Um, and they're, they're great. However, the highlight of our night was meeting Big Al. And <laughs> we were walking, and he was there, and it pretty, my, we were talking to our friends, and the next thing you knew, there was just, like, little clouds shaped in our shape. And we were <laughs> running towards Big Al, and we got our photo. And Yeah, that was fun. We did Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is great, great as always. Same as here? No, it's different. It's it's more of a story. So you're actually in the story. Oh, I do book. remember that so one. So you go yeah. through like the pages mm -hmm. and saw all that stuff. And I love like Owl's House. Um, it's different. Um, I like it a little bit more over there just because it feels more like a dark ride. Yeah. Robert enjoys it here a little bit more. No, no, no. Uh, I, well, I, I, I enjoy the Disney World one more. I just think that people give the one at Disneyland a hard time. when It's, it's still it's, a really it's great still attraction. Good. Carousel of Progress we did. I love the Carousel of Progress. We tried to do it a second time, but... It broke down. It's going to be working. Uh, yeah, Carousel of Progress. I love everything about it. Uh, yeah, is there anything else that we did at the Magic Kingdom? Um, I'm sure that there is. There has to have been. This just sounds like such a short list. We watched the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's right. We saw the Main Street Electrical Parade. We ate at Pecos Bill's. Let me tell you about Pecos Bill. Pecos Bill's. Here, here's Inthia I was told with the to stay away. Pecos Bill's. Here's what? My, my food, what? Don't stay I away. I was told to stay away. Don't stay don't away. Don't stay away. Uh. First of all, um, I'm fairly certain that they don't fully understand what a burrito is. Awesome. It's just a giant taco. Um, so, so we went in and they have a whole new, um, menu that they debuted, which I guess that they switched their menus with the Tortuga place. We went in and we got their spicy beef burrito, but it's really just a giant taco. And then they have a like condiments bar so you can 
They have unlimited guacamole. What? Is it good guacamole? <laughs> they don't. Well, it's not bad. It's not the best guacamole, but it's unlimited, so that's what really makes it beautiful. Yeah. And then unlimited cheese. Wow. Um, unlimited then, salsa. But yeah, so I thought that was really cool. We ate a delicious taquerito that I highly recommend. Before we finish Magic Kingdom, let's quickly talk about the Christmas party. Uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, hard ticket event, and they have a Christmas parade, which is actually loads of fun. Really cute. I had a magical moment. I was very excited. Dancing right in front of me in the parade was Pinocchio and Geppetto. And I stuck my hand out, and Pinocchio shook my hand, and then Geppetto was there to shake my hand. It was very sweet. It was actually a lot more sweet than he made it sound right now. Um, (laughs) So, um, and then there's also a uh, castle lighting ceremony, which is like Elsa shows up and gets peer pressured into um, lighting the castle by her sister. And so then there's also some sort of stage show with Mickey Mm -hmm. and they come out and dance to different parts of the Nutcracker. And um, Mickey essentially does the robot and... Um, it's it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, and they had uh, photo opportunities set up. We missed Sandy Claus, unfortunately. We forgot about him. But we did take a picture with, uh, with a reindeer and uh, had Big Al, as we had mentioned. Um, that's pretty much it that we did for the Christmas party. Yeah. Uh, we do want to go back real quick and mention... Um, Festival of Fantasy. Festival of Fantasy Parade. Festival of Fantasy is wonderful and amazing and beautiful. It's their new parade, and it's uh, loosely, I think, like steampunk oh, themed, yeah, and it has this like okay, beautiful yeah. Maleficent that goes down the street, and um, the floats. And she breathes fire. She does. Um, yeah. The floats are great. Like that that Pinocchio float was what really impressed me the most, because um, he comes in on Monstro, and then. Um, well, I've heard of that Monstro. He's a whale on a whale. Highly recommend it. With all that, that's the Magic Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> do you want to move on to Epcot? Yeah, we might as well move on to Epcot. Um, so this is your favorite park of the four parks, correct? That's right. Yes. And, uh, let's talk about, uh, anything new and exciting that you saw, and then we'll talk about your big news. Uh, well, first of all, our biggest piece of news was we rode Spaceship Earth like five times. (laughs) (laughs) We introduced our friend to Beverly. I don't know Beverly's. what that is. You, so, you took a picture of it, and Beverly? I guess it's a soda, but Beverly I didn't try soda. it. Yeah, so, so Beverly. Well, first of all, to, to explain what this is, they have a thing called Club Cool, where you, for free, can go and try as, as much as you want different sodas from around the world. And Beverly is the Italy soda. It's um, it's an uh, aperitif. Um, so it's a palate oh. cleanser, mm-hmm. and it smells fruity and beautiful, but then it's very bitter. And it tells you right there. Like, they do not hide what Beverly is. But in typical theme park fashion, no one is reading anything and just goes for it. And it's actually the first one, but I think that your instinct is to start from right to left instead of left to right. Um, and so usually people um, have it, and it's it's god-awful. It's... It, I, Apparently, though, I posted it up on my Instagram and people came out of the woodwork saying that they love Beverly. I, 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 what do you think of Beverly? Leave your comments below. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, you know, it's interesting. It's funny. And then when we were leaving the parks, they actually, I tried to look for it. I couldn't find it online yet. Um, but the Disney Parks blog did a video on Beverly and people trying Beverly. <laughs> um, and apparently it's only available in three places because they discontinued it in 2009. So they no longer make it. So is this the reserve that's left over? Or are they no, still... they specifically make it for... It's at Epcot and the two Coca-Cola museums or oh. things. There's like a museum somewhere and then there's like another thing. So You did your research. I did because I really wanted to find that video. Um, <laughs> well, if we find that video, we'll post it with this uh, yes. podcast post on our website. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, we had we went on Living with the Land uh, three or four times. I love Living with the Land. It is such a great ride. And uh, as you might know, you go through a greenhouse and you see all these different plants and fruits and vegetables being grown. And, and it's all great. And we decided to do the behind the seeds tour. And for a small price, you can go 
behind the scenes and go walk around that greenhouse and get a whole uh, history lesson about all the plants and all the things that they grow there. It was it's t only $20 a person. And if you're an annual pass holder or have a AAA card or anything, they give you a discount. So it ended up being uh, $18 a person. And it was it was it was incredible. I loved it. Inthea really loved it. She could tell you more about it. It was really fun. It was very uh, informative. And it was nice because it's a small, small, intimate group. And you get to walk through the main greenhouses. They tell you about um, the the science, the science scene that they're doing there, um, how they're growing trees, how long they've been, their process of doing it. Um, and then they do, he gave people like good tips on how to take care of a lot of the plants because some things there are only kept for show and may not be in the best condition like there's some fruits that they kept on there well past their expiration date but because it looks cool um but then they tell you about the pest management that they have and they show you these really cool videos then we got to try some of the cucumbers that they grow there um and then we got to go into the main show um greenhouse with like that has different kinds of like um I guess climates I would say in it and we got to go through there and um, we got to feed the fish that that we got to feed the tilapia and yeah and go by all the alligators I don't know it's fun it, it definitely is worth an hour and a half and the $18 to go through it and my my favorite part was um, they have a wall that's just cardboard and it has all, like little bits of air coming out of it. So it, you just stand in front of this cooling wall. Well, the thing is that on there's only one greenhouse that is air conditioned and the other one, the other two have fans, mm. but the fans pull the air out from inside. So then the opposite wall is made out of recycled cardboard that's also wet. Mm. And so any air that passes through there gets cooled and gets sucked out the other side by the fans. So, but none of us knew that. And we went to go stand next to it. And I'm like, this wall, the wall is wet and cold. <laughs> and then they explained to us what they were doing with recycled materials. Yeah. It so, was, it was all really good. I really enjoyed it. I that highly pretty cool. It. I don't know why I skipped it all together when we were there. It's even if you don't even like plants, but everyone there had like gardens and they, and they also give you tips on how to do um, hydroponic gardening. Um, so we got like a flyer for that. And so I highly recommend it because it's, it's just something different. Yeah. We did the seas with Nemo and friends. And, and we saw some manatees that were bro manatees that had a lot of love for each other. That's right. Ooh. They were hugging each other a lot. <laughs> it was so cute. And, uh, yeah, I saw some sharks and a big turtle and, uh, or a tortoise. And no, it's a turtle. Turtle, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we uh did uh imagination is that I what it's called journey into imagination journey into imagination uh which is weird but <laughs> fine i liked it a lot more this time than i did last time last time i was pretty upset by the time we left this time yeah, I was it was, it's still enjoyable and then we headed to the world showcase and at the world showcase uh let's just talk about the two attractions that are there real quick uh one we did uh the ride in mexico loved it not much else you could say about it that I loved it, right? That's oh, great. And um, then we also did the American Adventure, which I love the American Adventure. It's such a great show, great animatronics, so many great things about it. But the host, the cast member that uh, would give a little speech before the show started was great. The host. He had a great voice, sounded a lot like Casey Kasem, and he would... Uh, he would tell Casey a little Gates. joke. He sounded like Vince Scully and Casey Kasem had a baby. <laughs> yeah, he would tell a little joke, and he was just so good and so so personal. I, and here, here's a little sample of him. Now, before we get our show started this afternoon, I wonder if anyone here today knows the name of Peter Pan's favorite restaurant. Wendy's? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> The show is much, much better. Thank you. Very nice. He's so good. Yeah. I love that he cracks himself up. Yeah, oh yeah. With that joke. I, I don't know if it's based on the groans that he gets or yeah. what. Well, it's got to be. But. Wendy's? <laughs> and he just has this giant smile when he says it, too. It's very sweet. We saw this man twice. Twice. And he had the same joke 
And this was days apart. He's like the Maynard of the he American is. Adventure. But I think his name was Ray. But his reaction is so genuine and it's just really nice. And the fact that he says this joke every he has to say it every single one. He does. Totally. And he cracks himself up every time. So yeah, let's talk uh, about food and wine. Food and wine, it's a festival that they do every year. It's um, terrific food and beverages all around the world showcase from countries all over the world. They have many more booths set up than actual pavilions that are in the world showcase. So there's just so much food. And Inthia, why don't you talk about uh, some of the food we had? Oh, we ate so much. <laughs> we <laughs> all ate, of the foods. We ate. I wish we ate all of the foods. Um, but we shared pretty much everything. So, it, it, you know, at coming in about, like, at, at the least amount, it was, like, $4. At the most, it was, you know, $8 um, per plate. It does become, get to add up. So we kind of curved that by, by sharing them. Um, some of the highlights for us was the Farm Fresh kiosk they had a macaroni and cheese with bacon mm, yeah. and peppers in it and i'm not a big pepper person but i really appreciated this one um and i think it might have been a multiple cheese dish um my fave my absolute favorite was the sweet corn cheesecake in mexico as stupid as it is to say like el torito has this corn like garnish that they put on their plates and it's this sweet corn thing which is also if you get like a, a mexican corn tamale a sweet corn tamale without the pineapple in it kind of tastes like that so they put that and made that into a cheesecake and it wasn't heavy it was surprisingly lighter and it had i believe like a caramel topping on it and some whipped cream um so it was just it was delightful <laughs> um and we also had like the chilaquilas and the shrimp tacos Ooh. um we had beer cheddar cheese soup um and mm, then from from Canada, and we also had their filet with mushrooms and gravy from Canada with a little bit of potato. Some of these sound like the things that they had in 2012, but it sounds like when we went, I was pretty sure Susie and I had had everything because they gave us like a passport book. Did you get a passport book where you yeah, can go we around stamped, everything? Yeah, we stamped the passport, but they um they add they've added so many more kiosks oh, okay. since since then. So they'll be like the main one, like here's Canada, here's Mexico, right? But and then there's um, the ones between it, like yeah, so Morocco and yeah, like but they added like Brazil, Dominican Greece. Republic, Greece, oh yeah, New Zealand, Australia. Were, um, some of those were there, and then there's like a cheese studio. So we went and got the cheese. I called it like the land of cheese because I was like, oh, the country of cheese. And I also got a panna cotta, a goat cheese panna cotta. Um, and then the Chew, um, the TV show The Chew, uh -huh. had their own two booths. So they had the sustainable Chew, so it's all sustainable foods, as well as um, the Chew Lab. So it was like food science. Where are they located? Over by the American Pavilion? Um, no, they were located they were off to the side. pretty close to Future World. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, so they had like a, a liquid nitrogen chocolate truffle, Ooh. Um, and then they had Robert's favorite, the Chutini, which <laughs> was like a fruit. It just tastes like a fruit slushy that was just all made out of booze. It was magical, Ooh. so good. Um, and then like they had a really good veggie ravioli, which I really enjoyed. Um, we also went to Italy where I had their limoncello margarita. Um, and we had the ravioli, and I think we had something else. Chicken there. marsala. The chicken marsala. That was okay. <laughs> it wasn't. That wasn't my favorite. Um, and then we had the lobster roll from the U.S. We had. Mm, what else did we have? We had a bunch of stuff. We had duck. Oh, the duck steam bun from China, as well as the beef slider, mm -hmm. were really good. Mm. Like really. Good. And then I had their mango bubble tea, which I thought was pretty refreshing. Oh, we went to Belgium and we had their savory Belgian waffle, which I I don't feel like Belgium might actually have waffles as much waffles as we would <laughs> as like. As everyone else have. thinks, they 
I don't know. I mean, if they do, awesome. But maybe um, they're all savory. <laughs> well, they had they had both the chocolate one, oh, okay. which instantly I regretted get, getting the savory one, only because I was suddenly flooded with the smell of the chocolate one. <laughs> oh, it smells so good. But I don't fully regret it. It was very, it was it was tasty. Um, but it was a potato leek one with a gravy, um, and carrots on top. So it was, it was very tasty. In France, we got the beef bourguignon. Bourguignon. I asked the lovely cast member there how many times, so many times how to say it, but um, her, she said it so fast, <laughs> and it just made me feel so uneducated, so I just kind of stopped Well, and asking. she was probably from uh, France. Yes, yeah. it was a really good food and wine festival. Um, Hansen played while we were there, Bob. and they had a uh, demonstration with their beer called hops yep and pairings with their beer oh boy. and apparently there were so many fans that they broke down the barricade during their <laughs> we were told by some people <laughs> oh boy so um those hansen fans they are mm. tried and true. Um, <laughs> and then when we got there, uh, Boys to Men were there oh, like the night before that's we got there. Rad. I would have. Oh, I, the night before the you night got there? Got, yeah, I would have totally yeah. stood in line for, well, end of the road. I think Don Henley was there when I was there. And I heard him play Boys of Summer and I was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy were there. They might be there every year. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they were, but I still, it, it took me back to 1996 yeah. and I was so happy oh, about man. it. So we also experienced the Chase. Um, lounge. Yeah, uh, when I was there, the Chase Lounge was in the Horizons Pavilion. Oh, this year it was in Amer in the U.S. Pavilion, so it was right above the American. That's cool. Adventure, um, and it was. Were nice. the Voices of Liberty there? They were. We did. We saw them at the at the at our first showing Ooh. of the American Adventure, and then also at the American Adventure they have like this little museum off to the side, and then it's all about African American history. There you go. And so there are little lanterns in there, and um, they have you know like a Pepper's Ghost effect inside of them, Ooh. and then you turn the little knob on the bottom, the flame goes out, and then an image appears, and then it's narrated by various African-American <laughs> actors, such as? such as Whoopi Goldberg, and it's very inspirational. The Chase Lounge was really neat. They had they had those special soda machines where you can choose like out of a hundred different beverages, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and it was all free. So you could just yeah. go there and, and, and... And they also have places where you can charge your phone, right? They yes. do. Yeah. And, uh, some people take their thermos and just fill it up with, like, free Coke. Why not? Well, I mean, I filled yeah, mine up yeah. with water. Well, with ice. Well, I did wanted... you get the thermos from the resort? No, no, no. We got this, um, many years ago, I got this really awesome, like, canteen that holds everything, gets cold, stays cold for, like, days. So I just filled that up with Yeah, she ice. puts an ice nice. cube in it, and it stays an ice cube for several days. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so while we were, uh, there, I, uh, proposed to my little lady... And, uh, and your little lady is Anthea, who's sitting here at the table with us. Yeah. That's right. Congratulations. You Thank guys. you. Well, we didn't t we didn't say what our answer was yet, but uh, I said no. So so this is moving on. Really and then awkward. there was some crazy news. <laughs> no, she said yes, and uh, I proposed to her at the Japan Pavilion at Epcot, and it was all wonderful. It was very sweet, and it definitely added. It only added to our awesome vacation. So very nice. Um, and then there was another bit of news uh, that came out of Epcot. You filmed a man scaling the temple uh, in the Mexico Pavilion. I did. I was just, or that is the Mexico Pavilion. <laughs> yeah, we were just uh, walking uh, in Mexico, and I and there was this group of people all wearing the same shirt they had matching shirts with matching attitudes <laughs> and, so uh, <laughs> these are the people that do the drinking around the world i don't right? know if well, they actually were because i i didn't read anything offensive on their shirts. well the thing is I, I don't think that people would be wearing lime green shirts with with like yellow writing if it didn't necessarily say that they were gonna get <laughs> hammered at especially a group Epcot. of people it was so, it yeah. was quite a few people yeah, so we were there, and I heard a guy say he was, 
he basically he, he, he declared he basically it. declared that he was going to climb up the pyramid or the temple at uh, the Mexico Pavilion. And I thought, no, there's no way he's going to do that. So we were in Mexico. Anthea was getting, is in line getting her cheesecake. Delicious cheesecake. <laughs> and uh, I got out of line and I thought, uh, just in case. So I got my phone out and, he, and I saw him. He was on the temple. So I started filming and he made his way all the way to the top. And I thought he would turn around and like wave his hands in the air or something. But and somebody didn't. almost went up with him, right? Well, well, he made it to the top and went away. And then I saw there was another girl and a guy who were talking about possibly doing it too and i saw the girl started to climb but security had come by that point and pulled her down and then we saw that security like there was a handful of people that saw this most people didn't even realize someone was climbing the temple and then so security was just standing there waiting for him and a few minutes later we saw him we saw the guy back with his group so we assume that he went down the side of the temple and just kind of dodged security and some people told security, you know, the guy got away. That was him. And security just kind of didn't realize and didn't When really you do saw much. him, how long after he climbed up was it? And where was it? It was like five, yeah, like, five. yeah a few minutes. Uh, it, it was, was like five to right in front minutes. of the temple. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. So like, so we're watching him go up. I, I'd gotten my cheesecake. And then we pulled off to the side. So we're standing right again. Our backs are against... The restaurant that's on the water. Yes. And um, there was another couple standing there with us, and they were looking up, and I, I started talking with them, and we're like, we're just waiting to see what happens. I thought he was going to crack his head open because those steps are so steep and they're so small. Um, and so he got up to the top, walked to the back, and then. Which is just a backstage area at that, but, or really the roof to the, the restaurant. It's not like the super roof. No, no. So it's like the roof to the show building. Right. But supposedly that's it there's a control room there where they control the fireworks. Oh. I thought that, that is that really because I feel that's like That's what they said. Well then you'd notice if a man was walking straight at you. But, but it doesn't it, mean that there is people up there at that time because the fireworks weren't happening. It was time. a weird sweet moment where um I guess there was like a maybe like a changing of the guard. People were kind of getting ready for the closing of the night and the fireworks that were going to go off. No one expected anyone to just actually commit to going up the temple. And then um we just waited. And um, the two people that tried to climb were told no, and they went back to rejoin their group. And so their group is standing off to the left. And like half of them didn't even realize what was happening because they were online also getting delicious Mexican food with me. <laughs> and then I look over and he's walking <laughs> as straight as he can. Like, you know when you've done something wrong and you're not you're, you're trying not to draw attention to yourself and you kind of shrug your shoulders and just go arms oh. down to the side yep <laughs> and that's how he was walking and i stared at him and i'm like that's totally him and i look over and security is still staring up at the temple like no one has noticed that this man has walked by them um and then he rejoined his group where there he got a bunch of high fives and his other friend that tried to do it was just like oh my god did you see what he just did and oh see oh wow i i figured the people that tried to climb up would have got detained by security no they were just told to keep moving don't do that (laughs) i well i feel like it was the end of the night and honestly when you stand next to that it's at least four and a half feet before you can actually get to the bottom step yeah it's, I so think it's even more than that. It I might, it was taller that's than what me. I'm saying, four and a half feet. I don't even know. But it's definitely, that's not a step, you know. That's not even, that's you like, really a, gotta like a vertical up. leap. And so they were just told to know. And from my understanding of, of comments that were left on Facebook, on Instagram, was that it's something that they're warned about constantly. Um, cast members are to keep an eye out. I'm pretty sure somebody tried to climb it in 2012 when I was there. I'm sure I feel like someone tries to climb it every week it's it's awesome like looking I would do it if I if I wouldn't get caught or kicked out or banned or fall to my death the steps are very inviting (laughs) and so (laughs) so then he walked off with this group and there was other people who did tell security um a woman and I looked at each other and I was like that's him and she said yeah that's totally him and so you know they tried to tell security but I think it's one of those things like a shoplifting thing also where like if you if they don't specifically see you do it, they can't do anything about it. 
So I, I don't know if it's that situation or if it's mm-hmm. just one of those things where it's like, please don't do it again. Please leave now. If you would have gotten just like, if they would have requested him to leave because yeah. it was literally nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So we saw that. I thought, oh, this make a good Instagram post. So uh, I posted it on Instagram and some people tagged me and Inthia ended up uh, posting it as well and adding some hashtags and it blew up. It went all over and soon we were getting calls from the news and they wanted to do an interview. With well, the next and- morning we had all these different re- friend requests, people tagging other people. And so we went to, we were at Hollywood Studios and went to go see Beating the Beast and he gets a call. And someone at one of the local TV stations was like, do we have permission to use it? Can you please give us a call? And so the next thing you know, he's talking to someone and they want to do like an interview with him. He said no. But I let them use the video and I had them uh, plug our site, remaincedeplease.com. But little do they know that we have an exclusive. We have the complete video where you'll see him reach the top. The also exciting walks off to the back and you never see him again. (laughs) This video is on, got ripped by some kid onto YouTube who watermarked it. And from there, that's where it started showing up on different sites. And it's only a 15 second into Robert's horror a vertical video. (laughs) Well, that was the first thing I told him when he walked in the office. I was like, so you shot a vertical video, huh? Well, that's the worst thing about this is that I shot it as a vertical video because I was only planning to post it onto Instagram. If I knew it would be on televisions and on the news, I would have put some more production value into that thing. I hope he's not monetizing this video. Let me see. Then the night, the same night, so it's what, 24 hours after this gentleman has scaled the top, the person that Robert spoke to said... Just watch for the 11 o'clock news. It'll be there. And it's the first thing that they mention on the 11 o'clock news. There it is. The two-minute segment with the super ultra-dramatic reading of my super sarcastic tweet. (laughs) This man is going to ruin Epcot for everyone. (laughs) Miss Inth. Oh, silently not so silently dying in (laughs) in our hotel room. Because it's just so, so dramatic. And But they, they say, this isn't the first time this has happened. He is giving you credit on YouTube. Well, now he is because we had we had a, a talking to. And I, you know, it's just like, just link back. If you want to take it, I don't care. Yeah. But just say that it's actually not your video. Yep. Well, let's, let's hear what that news report sounds like, shall we? <laughs> Yeah. This video is already starting to get a lot of traction online, but we did some digging, and it turns out this is not the first guy to try to climb Epcot's Mexico Pavilion. It's the daring climb at Disney's Food and Wine. This man's search for a view from the top landed on Instagram. Miss Sinfrut, we saw this tonight. This man is going to ruin Epcot for everyone. I would never climb that myself. Not in real life, not in that It happened at the Mexico Pavilion just before the park closed. The man who shot the video told us the climber was with a group of friends. They had matching t-shirts and matching attitudes. He went up, a girl tried, but was stopped by security. We're told this climber reached the top, snaked down the side, and dodged guards waiting for him at the bottom. But it's not the first climb up these steep stairs. We found videos from last year and 2011 but none as bold as this. We left messages for Disney to try to find out what they did to that climber and whether they do anything to prevent other climbers. We're still waiting to hear back, but as soon as we do, we'll let you know. At Disney, Sean Chayabat, News 6. It's just really funny that this is the video that everyone's zeroed in on. Yeah. And then people are like, well, who cuts off before he reaches oh, yeah. the top? And I'm just like, it's a 15-second Instagram I video. I feel like more people were like, hey, there's only 15 seconds, dude. <laughs> I know. It was only made. I posted it on Instagram. And who would have known that it would have blown up to be all over these sites? It was posted by Fox News, the New York Daily News. It was all over. It was it, everywhere. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Couldn't get away from it. If you just type in Epcot Man Climbs, you'll see a million stories where they talk about us and mention my name and it's just, it's just weird one of them did talk about the cheesecake <laughs> yeah they which... said Rob, robert's girlfriend who was in line getting cheesecake 
And then someone did tweet at me, and they were like, "How was that cheesecake?" It's important. And it was, and I responded, "It's delicious. It's a delicious, delicious treat." But it was just, it was really funny. The whole thing was so funny. Well, what now else? they have a sign that they put up and some uh, plants that they actually didn't mind the plants. The oh, plants I love the look plants. Cool. They look great. Yeah, it all looks great. Even the no climbing sign looks great, which apparently is like a generic no climbing. Yeah, they added all they of this the next generic. day. Some people thought it was Robert. Oh, yeah. I sent it to my buddy Todd, and then I sent him the news story, and he was like, why did he do that? I was like, I don't know. He was like, it's your friend. I was like, that's not Robert. Robert shot that video. I would never do such a thing. Why would you do that, Robert? I wanted to see the Tower of Terror. I do want to mention real quick that Inthea did catch a shoplifter in England. I did. I caught a little girl stealing tea. And all I thought is, I can't believe, it must be for like the high or something, because she's at Epcot stealing tea. (laughs) I I thought it was stupid. But that was uh, our crazy story. Uh, I asked her to marry me, and then a guy climbed to the top of the pavilion. (laughs) Because this all happened on the same night. Wow. Man, Epcot gets turned real bad. (laughs) Like, oh my god. I remember the weekends were really bad. It's just so many people. Yeah. Um, But it's nice because everyone is actually very nice to each other. I'm not... It could be because everyone's drunk. I don't know. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Remain Seated, Please. We will catch up with uh, Inthea again um, for their wrap-up of their Walt Disney World trip. Inthea, tell us where we can follow you um, on all things Disney and your life. At thislittledisneylife.blogspot.com. Or just just put that into Facebook. This Little Disney Life. This little Disney life. You can follow us at Remain Seated Please on Facebook. Uh, we're Remain Seated Pulse on uh, Twitter and Remain Seated Please on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram uh, at Robbie431. That's Robbie with a Y. We'll be back next time with a wrap up of Walt Disney World where we talk about Disney's Hollywood Studios and Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I just wanted to thank uh, a couple people before we wrapped up this podcast. One is, I'm assuming, a an anonymous donor to the website. Um, but Roy Disney donated uh, a generous amount to our website to keep us running. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> and I also want to thank Joshua Mendoza for donating to Remain Seated, please. You guys are too generous to us. Um, and uh, for you, we uh, dedicate this podcast at least. Well, thank you both. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Uh, so until next time, I'm David. And I'm Robert. And I'm Anthea. Bye. There. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again. Ha! <sighs> I will be go. <laughs> you say things like you're drunk, but you're totally sober. And it, hurt, it hurts my heart a little bit.